The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia here, and I'm coming to you live from SES San Jose. Very exciting times here at the conference. And uh, for uh, to start off the show, we've got Mark Knowles and Wendy Rowe of Pixel Silk. Some exciting announcements coming out of Pixel Silk today, or actually this week, or last week, I guess. Yeah. Um, so... So first, I guess we should start with what is Pixel Silk. You've been on the show before and you've told us about it, but uh, for those who haven't heard, it is an easy-to-use CMS that gives SEOs full control of the HTML and URL. That's that's the basic, fastest way to get to understand what Pixel Silk is. But it's a content management system, and we met with SEOs over the years and built a requirements list off of that. It's a very tough crowd. But we believe we have met every every aspect of what they were looking for and launched the product in February. Pixel Silk here at the show uh, has some new add-ons that we can talk about. Right, exactly. Um, well, first of all, search advice. I mean, we're here with the search crowd, so this is a, a new development for the product. What's going on with that? <clears throat> well, I've got Wendy Rowe here with, um, with me today. She does the marketing for Pixel Silk. And search advice is the idea of having the editor, when they're working on the page, have search advice right in front of them at the page level. And in this particular case, not only is it just search advice, but it's, it's Bruce Clay's tool set delivered to the page right alongside the work that you're doing as an editor. It's, we've never seen it before, and it's pretty cool. Really, search advice, um, I want to be clear and say it's not automated SEO. It's delivering advice and recommendations so that the original author uh, that can develop content in the brand voice for the company is being able to infuse that search recommendations when they're actually creating the content. So it's not created afterwards as an afterthought or bolted on afterwards. It's created at the original point. And, um, I mean, when you first developed this, you mentioned that you you were talking to a lot of um, SEOs in the process as you were developing uh, Pixel Silk. Is this one of the things that people were asking for? It's something that uh, the editors were asking for. There's always been this um, external source to go do this. You go over here to take care of task X, and then you come back into your system to complete the task. And there's often multiple people involved in that process. So if you have your search engine optimizer providing you advice and you're responsible for editing the page, they would often do go back and forth, uh, sometimes over a period of a few days, sometimes as long as a month, in order to get a page published to make sure that everything was being taken care of. So 
PixelSilk allows the search engine optimizer to leave advice right on the page. The editor can then um, use that advice during the creation of the of the page. And you know, extra special, uh, Bruce Clay's advice. <laughs> yeah, Ed basically just wants things simple and easy, so he can log in, use a WYSIWYG editor to be able to go and make simple changes. They're used to word processing, um, and they want it basically right in front of the, ed- the page that they're editing. So it just makes it really simple. And it makes sense because there's so often a disconnect there, and, uh, and helping to resolve that and bring, bring the pieces together is great. Um, another exciting uh, part of Pixel Silk now is the uh, partner portal. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, the partner portal uh, is a way to manage uh, in one console multiple sites or hundreds of sites. And so you can have control over everything, uh, the users of hundreds of sites, uh, the themes, the design themes, uh, the content types, if you will, um, and be able to create vertical niches uh, with clicks. I mean, it, it's in a way to leverage your work across multiple sites in one console. And I liked the fact that you can... Um take features from one uh, site and, and easily copy it over. Yeah, we, uh, we have a, uh, one of the roles we mention at PixelSilk is a, a guy called Webster, and he's a web developer. And so any piece of code that's created to interact with the, the user and save data can be, <coughs> pardon me, can be named. Those names are tokens, and you can just promote that token to your site group. So now, once that's done, that piece of code can be called by name anywhere across any of the sites inside that that group. Yeah, and whether it's a piece of code or just a really cool photo gallery that you want to start using on all of your sites, you can, with a click of a button, promote that gallery and have it accessible to all of your clients. Very cool. So um, what's the feedback you've been getting here at the show? It's been been really good. Um, People have not seen search advice inside of a CMS before, so uh, once we get them to that screen, they have this aha moment, and they're, oh, okay, I get it, this is really cool. So we're excited to, uh, we've got a bunch of demos we've been doing and booking appointments for the next several weeks to um, walk them through it. It takes about an hour to see the whole thing. Yeah, sometimes when people are talking about SEO-friendly CMS, they're talking about control over the title tags, control um, you know, over the metadata, but the extent of it isn't really full control. So Pixel Silk is designed to give you full control. If you need to move the content up further in a page, um, you have the ability truly to deploy any SEO strategy, any custom brand design um, into Pixel Silk. It's it's like hand-coded control with the benefits of CMS. And this is really kind of revolutionary for CMS. Absolutely, absolutely. That was well said, Wendy. That was really good. Where did the uh, idea for Pixel Silk come from? I know that you said there was it was an interesting little birth of the idea. Yeah, so uh, the product manager, Jesse Anderson, we were working on a whiteboard one day trying to solve a problem, and uh, we had pieces of the problem scribbled around, and then it all kind of happened when an arrow was drawn from this element to that element, and we both just looked at each other like, yeah, that's exactly how this needs to happen. And that we started the code from a blank sheet of paper and started building out the architecture from there. So for the first year, we've been at the development cycle was about three and a half years to get us to where we are today. 
And the first year, there was nothing to show anybody. It was just all getting the database right and getting the architecture set right for publishing to the web. And then features started to show up after that. And, but that epiphany of that whiteboard moment was, that's when we both knew, this is something that we need to bring to the market. And you know, yesterday was the first display of that uh, <coughs> completed product with that, that whiteboard vision alive and well on a machine, ready for people to use. I think one of the important things to note, too, is that you know this is an industry that is constantly evolving and constantly changing, um, and requirements are coming out uh, you know, on a fairly regular basis of, uh, of what content management needs to be. And so one of the advantages, too, in, in working with PixelSilk and, and from the get-go was to have a product that was flexible enough and nimble enough to be able to adapt to changes on a regular basis. So as search requirements uh, grow and adapt and change, uh, you have a system that can very easily grow with you. I like that it lends itself to that, as well as the fact that Pixel Cell itself is evolving, and mm-hmm. you know it's a it's a very nimble um, uh, solution in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of our clients benefit from, as like Wendy just said, the market's moving forward, so new ideas need to be implemented. Once once they're implemented in Pixel Cell, then everybody in the system is able to utilize that thing by you know calling a token by name or checking a box to turn things on. So. We're always looking for ways to save people time. Very cool. Um, We are going to take a quick break, but stick around. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Inboxed, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. 
Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and once again, we are coming to you live from Search Engine Strategies in San Jose. If you can hear the hustle and bustle going around, um, you know that things are active here. And uh, right now, I'm joined by Reed Wakefield, Product Development at Century Interactive. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show, Reed. Thank you for having me. So um, I was, first of all, struck by, when I was walking around the expo floor, these interesting shirts that you have. Yeah, well, we, um, we've been here. Our, our mission, we're asking the search engine marketers, are you stupid? Um, we started stupidsem.com. It's a, a quiz website for search engine marketers just to go through. And really, we're asking them about you know, how they evaluate sessions that come in, how they're evaluating the performance of these um, campaigns they're running, how they're evaluating um, what they're targeting, what happens once the, the visitor you know, gets to the advertiser's website, how do, you de- how do you define a conversion, how do you, you know, decide where does your job end as a search marketer? I mean, are you just supposed to drop people off at the front door and hope it gets converted? Or is there, you know, is there a way you can help that advertiser actually do something with the lead? Um, and really, the, the key thing we're, we're trying to drive home with that site is, um, you know, there's a, a big piece that we thought a lot of these, these guys were missing, and that, you know, that was the idea of the, the conversation transaction. The, um, you know, the advertiser who's using search marketing, using his website to hopefully generate phone calls. Um, you know, for a lot of these guys that are just now getting into online marketing, the, the plumbers, the restaurants, the, um, you know, carpet repair people, you know, those types of advertisers, they, they speak the language of phone calls. That's what they want. Um, you know, they're not interested in click-through rates. They're not inter- they don't know what balance means. Um, you know, they don't need a complicated A-B testing scenario. They just want to know, is my online marketing producing appointments for me? Is it producing phone calls? And that's, that's the piece we provide. So we, uh, we came in and just said, do you understand this? Take the quiz. Um, you know, see if, see if you're speaking the language of phone calls. And uh, we, uh, we brought our I'm With Stupid t-shirts with us, too. And uh, we, we've been pretty, pretty happy with the response so far. So then- it turns out they're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is always this is good to realize. So what, uh, what does the product do? Well, it's, it's, it's a call measurement product. Um, we're tracking and measuring phone calls. Um, in, in the offline world, that meant um, an advertiser is running, let's just say, two separate direct mail campaigns. Um, we would provide two separate phone numbers. So one phone number goes on ad version A, a different phone number goes on ad version B. Those calls route through our system, go directly to the advertiser the way they normally would. So these, these numbers replace the advertiser's normal phone number. Um, and then we report back and say, this ad is generating more phone calls than this ad over here. And then we're recording the phone calls so they can use it for quality assurance and training. Um, we can route the calls you know, based on certain times of day. The plumber may want the call to go to his cell phone. Um, so it's really a way to tell them, here are the ads that are working for you. More importantly, here are the ads that are not working for you. Um, and as, as these advertisers started moving online, this product came along with it. So... Originally, they were just taking a single call measurement phone number, putting it on their website just to see, you know, where am I getting most of my phone calls? Is it from offline sources or is it from, from my website? As more and more of their, their marketing efforts shifted online, um, 
you know, we said we, we got to figure out a way to split that out a little bit and say not just this call came from your website, but specifically, you know, what was the campaign that generated the visit that then became, became that phone call. So we're dynamically swapping in phone numbers on the advertiser's website and then tying calls to those numbers to the specific sessions. Um, so we can tell you, you know, from the visits you got from Google, 7% became phone calls versus, you know, 5% from this other source over here. And it's even down to the keyword level because um, that, that's really where the surprise came in for a lot of these advertisers. Um, like the car dealer that thought Honda was a great term because it brought in a lot of visits, a lot of clicks, long sessions. You know, they looked at a lot of vehicles. All those things that, you know, maybe in the past they said that's a good, a good lead for us. You know, that was a good keyword term. Well, it turns out none of those people were actually picking up the phone and calling. And that's, you know, for a car dealership, that is their, their primary call to action. That, that's what they're trying to achieve uh, with their online marketing. And so by actually tracking the, the true conversion, we found out that there were, um, you know, longer tail terms like, you know, um, affordable oil change. People were coming in on that term, getting to the home page, calling right away, which is great for the dealership. That's what they want. But previously they said that term's no good. It's a it's a bounce. You know, we don't like that. So there was there was a pretty big story that was being missed by by not tracking that offline element. And one of the really unique parts of the way that your system works is in the delivery method. I mean, you use this kind of funny uh, "I'm with stupid" uh, tagline. Or, or at least for you know to get some attention to it, but right. but really you are delivering it in the most simple way for businesses that maybe are just getting online and um, aren't don't have the time to delve deep into the data and, and right and that, that way. And, and that's what we've seen. Um, you know, we maybe we were a little naive to even think that I'm with stupid would be relevant because there hasn't been really a challenge for us to convince these search engine marketers that this is an important piece. Um, most of these guys that we're, we're talking to are saying, you know, yes, 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 that's what people are asking for. Because um, it really is, that's, that's kind of been the barrier for a lot of these new advertisers is they don't understand the world of online marketing. You know, they were used to the old days, they pay $2,000 for a Yellow Pages ad, the book comes, they open the book, they, you know, when they see the, their ad, they know it's there. Um, versus now, you know, they just say, I want to be on Google or I want display ads, whatever it might be. You know, it's a little nebulous. Sometimes it's actually hard to track down and see what exactly am I getting for that money. Now, when it comes back to them as, okay, you spent, you know, $1,000 with me last month. Here are the 120 phone calls you got. Here's where you can review those calls and, you know, validate that these are good leads. You know, now all of a sudden, that's that's a language these guys speak, and it makes it makes online marketing a lot more accessible to those those types of advertisers. And this is very cool. So, where can people find out more? At centuryinteractive.com, and we also are still challenging people to take the quiz at stupidsem.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Reed. Thank you. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back.
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, affiliates. Do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the U.K., France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com. The science of performance. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. LPO, Landing Page Optimization, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm here with Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Jamie. Thanks Thanks for having me. All right, we're live from SES. Engine Ready has recently released. Um, there's actually a couple of them, and both of them are, are very interesting considering the popular topics that I've been hearing about, the themes that are reoccurring throughout the show, comparing SEO versus PPC. Yep. Exactly, yeah. We released a study um, analyzing the four main metrics of um, uh, PPC versus an SEO visitor and trying to debate um, what resources should be allocated. Uh, The conclusions are obviously both. You need to um, work synergistically between them both. Um, But we wanted to know specifically which um, visitor converted at a higher, higher or lower conversion rate uh, the average order value. Uh, we looked at the bounce rate. Um, we also looked at um, the number of pages and the time they spent on the site. Okay. And this isn't the first time that you've done this study? Correct. Yeah, we released uh, the first um, attempt at, at collecting this data was in 2008. Um, and then 18 months later, we decided, let's see if some things have changed. Obviously, we're in a much different economic climate. Uh, and we redid the study on another 20 million visitors um, and it was picked up by the New York Times, I was telling you. Um, so they thought there was some value behind it, which is nice. So, what were the findings? <laughs> oh, the findings. <laughs> um, the findings were that um, the average uh, value per visitor 
Um, we looked at paid versus organic, direct access, and other refers. Um, and obviously the focus is PPC versus SEO, but it was good to look at um, visitors that come directly to your site uh, and also visitors that come from other refers, whether it's uh, media buying, email campaigns. Um, so what we found was the, um, the conversion rate as a whole uh, from the original study was 1.9%. Um, and this, this year, uh, the conversion rate lifted up 90%, 89%. Uh, to 3.6 percent. If we just isolate paid versus organic, uh, last year uh, the paid uh, visitors converted at 1.4 percent, um, and this year uh, the paid lifted 42 percent up to 2 percent. Um, but when you look at paid versus organic side by side, um, uh, paid outperformed organic uh, by 0.7 percent uh, from a conversion rate standpoint. So there was a higher conversion rate from uh, a visitor arriving from a paid search listing than an organic, um, but there's lots of reasons to, to analyze why that's the case. Obviously, you can control your landing pages and be more um, conversion-oriented uh, versus an organic listing that tends to be more content-rich, but there's other theories that we can discuss, too. And, I mean, one of them that comes to mind is what's accounting for somebody that comes through PPC that has maybe been influenced by something like SEO? Absolutely. And that's a great segue into the second study uh, on conversion attribution and uh, a keyword assist study, um, which is um, how often does a visitor purchase on their second, third, or fourth visit uh, versus a first-time visitor? Um, so we did another study uh, similar to this, but just looking at, um, we wanted to know how frequently did somebody come to your site from a different keyword search and purchase uh, and try to give... Uh, clarity to this debate over conversion attribution. Is it a real, is it significant enough to, con to concern yourself with? And if yes, how do I measure it and how do I optimize around um, tracking assist keywords or assist campaigns? Hmm. Um, what we found, uh, if you'd like to go into that, yeah, uh, is that uh, over 55% of the sales occurred on a second plus visit. So that means um, that, yes, 45, 40, 45% of the time they are purchasing on their first visit. But of that other 55%, um, how often and what key, how many different keyword searches do they use? Um, so we analyzed, I think it was 16,500 transactions in Q4 of 2008, and we'll continue to do this annual as well. Um, and um, the conversion attribution of keywords was we looked at how many different search terms did they use. So 70% uh, actually purchased after their second keyword search. So you're only looking at giving credit to two keywords, the final transaction that occurred with the last search query and the search query that may have been more generic or more general to their first experience to your site. Um, and yeah, if that, if that helps. Yeah. Um, so what kind of solutions are in place that might help marketers actually track that kind of thing? Great question. That's I'm a big component of analytics, and Google Analytics is a great tool. The problem with Google Analytics is that it doesn't allow you to track assist behavior. And the way to do it um, is to take your sales, or if it's a lead generation site, here are all the visitors that purchased, and, and extract out their IP address, and then run a filter and see, has this IP address uh, come to our site before? And if yes, from what marketing source? Was it direct access or bookmark? Was it through a keyword search? Was it through an email campaign? And then you can start to give credit to different initiatives uh, that, that um, occurred or different touch points before the transaction. And I'm hearing so much more about this 
like, you know, there have been several sessions throughout the conference that have been dedicated to this kind of thing of, of trying to kill the last click attribution model. Mm -hmm. And um, do you think that, like, are, are we really just at the beginning of this? Like, is there a lot more um, education that needs to happen for people to recognize this? Yeah, the, the positive news is that people are looking into this and the tools and technologies are out there to measure that so uh, it's worth doing because if you don't uh, take the time uh, to understand that there's different touch points and different experiences that visitors have you'll unfortunately uh, misoptimize your account by only focusing on last click attribution so a few philosophies are take all the touch points and give them equal credit. So if there's a $100 transaction and a visitor came to your site three times, uh, each of those touch points gets 33% of the transaction value. Mm -hmm. um, the other ver version, which I think is a little more accurate, is you do give a little more credit to the last visitor uh, experience or that keyword or that uh, campaign and then break maybe you know 50% of the transaction gets credited to the last visit, last click, uh, and then you can break out a smaller percentage to the earlier touch points or, or earlier keywords that were used. And I think that's really important because, I mean, as I was listening to some people talk about this subject, it's like, if you are just paying attention to the last click, then you may be killing off important touch points that happened earlier in the funnel, and uh, and that would be detrimental to the whole process. Right, and, and if you are measuring at the high level, the executive level, which is ROI or, or profit-based uh, optimization, my investment in search marketing is X and my return is, is Y or what have you. And if you're concerned about that and you realize that I don't measure conversion attribution, uh, the other part of this is um, call analytics, which is looking at your account and saying what percentage of my sales actually call. Uh, and when I look at my AdWords account uh, and I see here's a word, I've spent a lot of money, I've gotten a lot of clicks and zero conversions. So before getting rid of that keyword, which would be a natural next step, saying this is a loser, losing keyword, I need to look, one, does it attribute to assists? Is it a generic word that introduces someone to my brand, someone to my site, and then later on they purchase on a more specific keyword? I shouldn't get rid of that keyword if it does contribute to assist. And number two, what if that keyword drives call-in leads or call, call sales? So we recommend when you have a keyword that's spending quite a bit of money and has a large data sample and is performing zero or poorly, assign a unique phone number to it, identify does it drive call-ins, because if not, and, and it doesn't drive assist, then you can confidently get rid of that keyword without possibly hurting your campaign as a whole. This is interesting stuff, and uh, if people want to find out or read more about these studies, where can they go? Yeah, you can go to our website, engineready.com, there's a resources tab, uh, and there'll be the industry studies there that you can download and read, and, and we we love doing this stuff. It's, it's pretty non-promotional. It's, it's really about you having a resource to go at engineready.com and benchmark your own campaigns. So here's some data that you can say, okay, the average conversion rate is X. How is my site doing and compared to the engine-ready study? So I have some reference point to optimize around. Very cool. And also, before we go, um, want to share some love with your uh, Webmaster Radio show as well. That is Best Search Strategies, and it's on the last Tuesday of every month. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you can tune into that um, every t the last Tuesday of every month to, to learn more uh, tips and strategies and also uh, conclusions of these studies on um, best search strategies, which is on the Webmaster Radio Network. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thanks for having me. 
As I wrap up search engine strategies coverage here on SEM Synergy, I wanted to thank my guests, Mark and Wendy at Pixel Silk. Check out more on the SEO-friendly CMS with a new partner portal and search advice at pixelsilk.com. Thank you to Reed Wakefield of Century Interactive, centuryinteractive.com for a call to call tracking and web tracking solution. And also thank you to Jamie Smith of Engine Ready. Check them out at engineready.com, search marketing and software solution. Thanks again for tuning in to SEM Synergy. 